supply chain 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 management with gdp season 2 and this time it's bigger and it's better we will pick up from where we left off and continue to discuss industry best practices current affairs effective leadership and the latest innovations in the world of supply chain the podcast is aimed at explaining the concepts of supply chain in the leanest way possible one of the most efficient shows where you will listen to me covering through various important topics across the supply chain domain i am your host gagandeep prabhu currently working at ernst and young in their supply chain and operations consulting practice so let's just jump right into it then hi everyone welcome back to supply chain management with gdp and yes we are finally back with an exciting season 2 where we will continue to deep dive into various supply chain concepts a lot of you have been reaching out this past year with requests for more episodes we've been working on it and we wanted to get the best out there so that's why it's taken some time the purpose of this podcast is to create an impact within the world of supply chain and enable individuals out there who are interested in breaking into this industry before we jump right in i have a couple of life updates to share with all of you i recently switched over from dell technologies where i worked as an advisor in their worldwide procurement team it has been a great experience and i'm grateful to have started my professional career in the us at a firm like dell but it's time for this next big chapter as you've heard in the intro yes I know it's pretty obvious. I have moved to Ernst and Young into their supply chain consulting practice. I look forward to exploring supply chain with you all from the lens of one of the big fours this season. This season, I'll be touching upon various topics from sustainable supply chain to supplier relationships. We'll end the season with one of the hottest questions that I get asked all the time on LinkedIn. How can I break into management consulting, specifically into supply chain consulting but before we get there let's get through the first topic for today what is end of life and what is last time by so what is end of life end of life or eol is a term that is used to indicate that a product has reached the end of its useful life from a supplier's perspective when a product reaches end of life this means that it will no longer be marketed supported or sold by the supplier Now when we talk about this there are multiple different perspectives to look at that means either the supplier doesn't want to produce these products anymore or he doesn't have resources to produce this product anymore or maybe they've moved on to a newer generation or a version of this product now you may ask what is the time frame for an end of life the time frame after the last production date depends on the product generally and relates to the expected product lifetime from a customer's point of view so for different examples include like toys from fast food chains which take anything between weeks or months mobile phones can take all the way up to 3 years and cars for example can take all the way up to 10 years just depends on the type of technology and the type of product that we are talking about over here for example everyone must remember the windows 98 that we all started using our computers with Microsoft marked the end of support for Windows 98 around June 30th 
So any software that was produced after that date would not be compatible for Windows 98. For example, Microsoft Office Suite 2007 would not be installed on Windows 98 or anything, any prior versions of that. That showed that Microsoft or any other software developers should understand that any software that they were developing should be compatible to the newer versions of Windows and they can't go back to supplying it for Windows 98. Another notable example, which is more closer to the times that we are in is recently in 2021, Intel marked the end of life for the ninth generation Intel processors and they would stop shipping in 2021. This included the Intel Core i9, also the different variants as i3, i5, and i7 for their Pentium and Celeron processors. So this impacted mainly all the PC and laptop manufacturers out there. So for example, if HP had a product which had these i9 processors on them, they would definitely need to start strategizing on how do they take their current products, start ramping it down because they wouldn't have any more i9s so that they can attach it to their laptops and sell it and start looking at the future, how they can start including the next generation of Intel products. This is very important to understand that when a supplier puts an end-of-life notification, it impacts all the way up in the supply chain, including the buyers of not just customers who are retail customers who are buying these products, but also the companies who are using these products onto their day-over-day sales or the manufacturing goods they're going through. Now you may ask, and this is a question that is generally put up to me very often when we talk about this concept is, what is last time buy and when does that fit into it? In the most simple terms, last time buy is the supplier's last call for a part or a component. That is, it's a final chance where an organization will have the opportunity to buy this part before the supplier stops producing this. When Intel put out its end-of-life notification for i9 processors, HP could go in and place a last time buy. That is, hey, we see about, let's say hypothetically, we are selling about 1,000 laptops for this next five years and we need this i9 processors, they would go to Intel and be like, hey, can you supply us with these thousand Intel processors? Because we will need to support our products for the next five years. So what would Intel go in? They would take a last time buy order from them, produce the final thousand units for HP and ship it back to them. And this kind of orders could vary across the industry. Maybe Dell also places a similar order or maybe even Microsoft places a similar order for the Surface product. That's how last time buy ties in with end of life. And it is really important that a lot of strategy and, and a lot of pressure goes into su supply chains when end of life notifications are placed. Because you generally, when you have a product, you have a roadmap on when you will start marketing it, when you will start selling it, what is the total lifetime of that product, when you will stop marketing it, and when you'll stop selling it. Certain end-of-lives which impact manufacturing companies like HP and Intel example, as we've spoke about before, just impacts their product line as a whole. As product managers or as procurement folks, it's really important to look at what is the upcoming end-of-life notifications that we may see. Looking at the range of suppliers and their portfolios and their products and trying to figure out is there a possibility which product that might go end of life? 
and start planning towards it and making sure your product is robust and compatible with different things. And also, it's really important to ensure that you have a diversity when it comes to these suppliers. And we'll touch upon that topic in a later episode. For example, if Intel decided to end of life their i9 processors, it's really important you might have had maybe an AMD processor which goes on a similar product or an NVIDIA processor which goes on a similar product. So that, you know, if Intel decided not to have that product anymore, you still have some other suppliers to look at. I hope that was helpful. And also subscribe to Supply Chain with GDP so that we can discuss about such further topics in the upcoming episodes. Thank you all. Hope you have a good day ahead. And thank you for tuning in to Supply Chain with GDP.